The term sewing hat gets thrown around quite a lot in this internet world of ours uh, and most of them are, let's be honest, pretty garbage. So in today's video I actually have uh, five of my best sewing tricks that will actually make your sewing life better. I know because they make my sewing life better. Welcome back my dear sewing friends. It is always so lovely to see your smiling faces here again. Welcome. If you are actually just watching this for the very first time, extra welcome. My name is Evelyn Wood and I'm the creator of VintageSewingSchool.com. It's my online sewing school. And here on this channel we talk everything about garment sewing to help you get better at your garment sewing. So if you haven't already, please do check if you're subscribed because we want to improve your garments around here. That's what we do. Now, as I said, the term sewing hack actually gets thrown around quite a lot. And I have to be clear, this is the small fine print to begin with. I don't actually like the word hack. <laughs> I used it in the title because, well, it's catchy and you know what I mean. But I think the term hack implies some kind of like shortcut, a cheats way, uh, something like this. Whereas I don't consider any of these um, tips, if you will, these hacks actually like that. It's more, they're practical, like tips, tricks, I, tricks I think is the most appropriate, that you really only learn by word of mouth. So if someone tells you about it, that's how you learn about it. These kinds of tricks that are sort of hidden secrets, if you will. And now you're watching this video, so you are now part of the club and part of our word of mouth sewing system here. So, of course, some of you will have uh, heard of all these already, the more experienced of you, and some of you will be hearing about these for the first time. So, uh, which is very exciting. They are all, as I remember, moments when you hear about them, you just think, oh my goodness, what have I been doing this whole time without doing this? I need this in my sewing life. These kinds of tips, that's what we're talking about today. So keep a tally, I'd love to know how many you know. And of course, I always want to hear your best ones at the end as well. And so number one is to use spray starch on curling jersey fabric to stop that curl. You know what I mean, right? So on a knit fabric sometimes, you stretch out the end and then you think, oh my goodness, what is this? You can't even see the edges anymore because they just keep curling over. It is an absolute nightmare. I know you know what I mean because you just think, what am I going to do with this? So spray starch. So you can get it in an aerosol or like a trigger spray. You can get it from the supermarket. It doesn't matter what brand. It's a good old fashioned starch ironing aid spray. So you just literally, all you need to do is lay out your fabric first. So lay it out, put the curl side uh, usually down so you can fold it out and the resistance will curl flat on the table. And then spray on your spray starch on the edges. Don't be stingy, use enough to make this work. And then what you need to do is just iron it dry. So a nice hot iron, I recommend a pressing cloth, absolutely iron it dry. And then when you pull it out, those edges will be nice and crispy, so to say. They will feel crispy, but they're not going to curl anymore. 
And it's a double on a knit because it will actually then add stability to that seam and help it stretch less. So the starch will just wash out in your next uh, wash. So it's nothing permanent, but it will help stop that fabric curling. I know I could not believe how useful this tip was when I first learned about it. And now starch is absolute uh, key crucial element in my um, pressing and my sewing routine is to keep this on hand for many different reasons. So I know you will help too if you haven't found that yet you're welcome so the next one is to block fuse slippery drapey fabrics instead of piece fusing so what does this mean well what we usually do is piece piece fuse this is what the patterns tell us to do so think about your interfacing uh, pieces for facings etc it's the usual culprit of what we're doing and it will tell you to cut a piece of interfacing a piece of fabric and then what we do is we you know pop those down and we fuse those together like that that's called piece fusing but as you know on drapey slippery sheer even sometimes knits as well it can be so tricky to try and cut them outright and they're never exactly the same and then trying to like match them up and they never fit right and I can be a nightmare. So the trick is to do what's called block fusing. Now this is something that is done mostly in industry uh, because one, um, obviously it's quicker and faster. They don't care about waste as much, uh, but it definitely has its uses in our home dressmaking. And this is a very good case in point. So block fusing is where instead of doing it by pieces, you would actually get a small block and of fabric and your interfacing and you would fuse that whole block together first and then you cut out your uh, little pattern piece from that block fused piece. That way you get a perfectly cut facing, it's already fused and stable, nothing slipping and sliding around and you'll get a really, really accurate, much more nicer experience in cutting out the fusing. So yes, it does take up more fabric, more fusing, uh, but there are just cases where sometimes you just have to do these types of um, use these techniques to get the result that you want. And this is one of them. So I know this is an absolute uh, life changer, uh, this method, and it's something that's not talked about a lot. My students in vintage sewing school tell me um, this one all the time. So if you like these kinds of tips and are really into this, I share all of this and more in my online sewing school, vintagesewingschool.com. I invite you to come join me because I really would love the opportunity to help uh, see and help you on your journey to grow your sewing skills to the next level and beyond. There are links down in the description box below. And the next sewing hack, if you will, is to use your finished garment measurements, not the body me measurements on the packet here. So let's explain this. Uh, a lot of you will already know this way of choosing your size, but those of you for the first time, listen, listen closely. <laughs> so often on the actual pattern pieces itself, it's printed sometimes on the pattern envelope. And you can, of course, uh, measure yourself, but more on that in a minute. So your body measurements are what they tell you is your, is your body and the packet envelope will, will recommend a size according to your body measurements. But the finished garment measurements are what the actual garment measures when it is all made up. And as you know, this is often bigger or sometimes even smaller than your actual body. The difference of this measurement is called what we call ease. And now I've made videos on ease before and I've made videos on body measurements versus um, garment measurements. So please, they're all linked down below. So you can go watch those later. If you're just hearing about this for the first time, you want to go listen to those. Watch those. 
and so you are going to get a far better result. It's about taking control of your sewing and using the finished garment measurements because then you can decide on how big you want the garment to fit you, how much ease you want. So you definitely want to be going by that. That is definitely a sewing hack that when you first learn this, it is just opens up your entire world to, um, to choosing sizes. And again, this is something I go into great detail in Vintage Sewing School. If you want to learn to actually measure the pattern pieces individually on any pattern, that way you can figure out any measurement ever that's all in Vintage Sewing School um, if you want there, but I have linked those other videos for you down below too. I promise if you haven't heard about that yet, it will absolutely change your sewing life. Absolutely. So the next one is a bit of hand sewing. So the trick here is to actually mark your thumb with little individual, measure this out, like actually use a tape measure and mark your thumb with little notches evenly spaced on how big you want your hand sewing stitches to be because then as you're sewing, if you're, um, you know, do this on your left hand, if you're right-handed and vice versa, of course, as you are hand sewing, you use this as basically a little measuring tape because you hold it there naturally. And then you have your tape here to mark in each of your stitches. So you get really even, neat, beautiful looking stitches that looks like you've been sewing for years and years and years and years and you absolutely know what you're doing. Meanwhile, all you did was actually just mark it on your thumb to help you get those nice even stitches so you didn't have to guess. I know, this one is brilliant. This one kind of sits in those viral video type um, scenarios, but it is so helpful. This is how I was able to get really neat stitches and it trains you on the, the stitch width that you want. So just work out how long you want your stitches first mark it in and you're all good. You've got to have the most beautiful hem the next one, I am sure of it. And then of course, this one I did not believe uh, when I first heard about it. And I can tell you the longest time, no internet, uh, pre-internet, I didn't even know about this. It seems everyone might know about this one now, but is to actually use, run your thread through beeswax to stop all the thread tangling. I know, I, it actually works, I promise. <laughs> so just get a natural uh, beeswax and what you want to do is run your hand sewing thread, never use your machine thread for this, but your hand sewing thread, you want to run it through the beeswax. I like to run through once in one direction and then come back in the opposite direction and then give it a little might be squeaky <laughs> and then it only takes one or two times uh, through your fabric it might be a little bit stiff on those first just couple of times but after that I promise it actually works it stops all that thread tangling it stops you getting knots it just makes hand sewing so much more pleasurable because you don't get those knots every second time that you try and uh, fix up uh, try and thread through and create a stitch it is marvelous I cannot believe I didn't know this one for the longest time it was an absolute sewing game changer, hand sewing game changer when I discovered this one. So if you haven't heard about that one as well, uh, you are welcome too. So how many of these did you know already? I'd love to hear. And of course, I would really love to hear all of your own, like what is your best sewing hack, so to say, something like this. It's not really a hack, but a real trick that just oh, makes sewing life so much better. Leave those comments below and remember to read and like the ones that you like as well because it's how word of mouth here is how we're all going to get better at our sewing and it is how we uh, 
how we actually learn these things in the first place. If you enjoyed this video, consider sharing it with someone you know who also is sewing because one, it'll help them and two, it also helps me and get this content out there. So thank you. And until next time, my sewing friends, happy sewing. Bye.